American Bird Conservancy President Mike Parr speaks with Lori Anaconzo of IFC about changing mindsets around conservation and how the IFC performance standard on biodiversity, known as PS6, has revolutionized the market. I either got an email or a phone call from this person who I didn't know at this institution I'd barely heard of saying, can I come over and talk to you about our biodiversity work? And I'm like, that's interesting. That doesn't happen every day. Because normally when it comes to financial institutions, there's a dam being built on a particular river in Brazil, and it's going to cause this horrible problem for a particular bird species. And we try to do something, but usually by that point it was too late I was brought in to help the IFC figure out how to define critical habitat with respect to what are the highest priority sites. So this is where the nexus of Mike and Lori was absolutely perfectly timed because what we did not want was huge regional areas that were somehow priorities because that doesn't help us inform project-level risk. So when we came, when I spoke to you, I was trying to understand how you were defining critical habitat. That was the question. I mentioned bird watching and traveling all over the planet. And when you do that, you know there's always one place to go, mm. which is the place to see whatever it is you want to see, mm -hmm. whether it's a satire tragopan or a long-whiskered owlet or a marvelous spatula-tailed hummingbird. There's always one place that's better. We were becoming concerned that the whole conservation movement was thinking too big. And we realized that if we keep thinking about these huge expanses like Amazonia, mm -hmm. those special places might get missed. Mm -hmm. So we'd started to map out where all endangered and critically endangered species were known from single sites. It started as kind of over pizza and beer in the basement. And something caught on, and we started getting more interest from other groups. And finally, it kind of professionalized into our day jobs. Little did we know later on it would turn into many other things, including working with finance institutions. Yeah, yes. So that was kind of our opening. It was like the keyhole to the door, and then suddenly, you know, you kind of helped open that up for us. Yes. That was like a crucial meeting in how we were going to define critical habitat, and we essentially defined it based on NGO definitions. The good news is that these sites typically aren't all that large. Right. But if you lose that site, you're losing something that's globally irreplaceable. Being able to work with finance institutions and having some assuredness because of PS6, it actually makes us feel a lot better that mm -hmm. we can kind of continue mm -hmm. to pursue more of the protected area creation with some assuredness that those protected areas aren't going to be damaged in some way in the future, certainly not by the institutions that are adopting these kinds of safeguards such as IFC is. In some ways, people might be listening to this and think, well, why would a finance corporation yes. really want to do something about some of these more esoteric elements of biodiversity when it might be valuing things by the dollar value that's ascribed to them? When conservation organizations and other experts started to take interest in Performance Standard 6, it was good for everybody. Everyone wanted to be involved now. And that's what we need to solve problems they wanted to help. They wanted to make projects better than they have ever been. That's what Performance Standard 6 did. It enabled a legitimate grappling of how do we do private sector development better. The NGOs and I think the external experts are on the journey with us. 